Here at Strange Magic, Amanda and I talk about our views on tarot and the ways in which we practice magic. And we understand that other people have different ways of practicing and different interpretations of the tarot, and that's totally okay. Take what you'd like and leave the rest. Hello, everybody. Sarah here. I am so, so, so incredibly excited for this episode This is an episode where we asked some inspiring, magical folks who identify as witches to share a little bit about themselves, their practice, what witchy activities and tips they are interested in doing, how the definition of witch has meaning for them and their identity. We really, really love asking folks that we admire to chime in and you're going to hear from some really, really, really amazing folks who really are from, I think, all over the country. And some of them you may know already, some of them you'll be meeting for the first time, and all of them you will love. So stay tuned and I hope that this episode can help you start thinking about and defining which kind of witch you are. And now, a word from our sponsor. Manifestation has become a loaded word. The current paradigm of manifestation is filled with materialism. It's also become a weapon to bypass and create hierarchies It's time to reclaim the essence of manifestation. The essence of manifestation is tapping into our creative power. In doing so, we weave a new world. You're invited to Embodied Manifestation, a free workshop hosted by Therese Couture. During this, you'll connect with your radical vision, uncover the blocks that prevent you from being fully expressed, Learn the devotional path to weave your vision into being, and much more. Sign up for free at www.embodiedmanifestation.com backslash strange magic, or click the link in our show notes. Blessings, I'm Asali. I am an earth worker, a tarot reader, a writer, I'm community herbalist, and I am the witch at Asali Earthwork. I am passionate about self-care. I am passionate about self-care transforming itself into community care. I am all about working with and for LGBTQ folks of color, Black and Indigenous folks of color, Um, They are my community and they are who I serve and whose lives I seek to uplift as much as possible as they have done for me. Um, Being a witch means being able to stand in my own power, uh, being able to accept 
my faults, my mistakes, um, everything in my past, and also look to the present and to the future for what it will be. I am thankful for the magic that this name, which has given to me. I am thankful for its history, its legacy, and its constant presence in my life that reminds me that I always have what I need because I am always what I need, even if what I need at the time is the ability to ask someone else for help. I need to be the person who does that. I am really passionate about mental health. Right now, in 2019, I think that's a big thing for me. Um, it is very personal. I am still working through a really deep grief journey and a years-long uh, journey with anxiety and depression. And being able to still stand in my full power as a witch and also work with these uh, other challenges in my life in a way that is empowering for myself and I hope that in sharing my story for others. I am also really passionate about returning to self, returning to the power within us as a way to challenge the ugliness that has shown its face. It's always been there, but it's doing everything it can to show its face right now. And I think that as we discover ourselves, as we discover each other, we will continue to find solutions, build coalitions to change something, anything for the better, so that we can look to that coming revolution that I know is on the horizon. We just have to reach for it. Um, my go-to witchy practice right now is tarot reading. Tarot and oracle reading is my instant help right now because it's something I can reach to. I don't have to do too much with it. It doesn't take 10 cards to make a reading. I can do one card and it can be just what I need, just the medicine that I need for that day. Um, the other major, major support is tea. I am known for my teas. Um, and I believe that plants are here to help us find our own wisdom. They whisper things to us. They give us grace. They give us support and hold us up when they need to. And so my go-to witchy thing is to mix up an herbal blend with intention, saying a prayer or a spell or a request and uh, brewing it as tea and drinking it in and letting that be my self-care practice for the day because sometimes that's all I can manage. And you know what? That's enough. And so that's part of my practice as well, understanding that it's not about the big ritual, although those can be beautiful. It's about understanding that you have what you need with you. You have the knowledge that you need. And if you just don't know it yet, it is there and available for you to find. And so I hope that this inspires you to look around you and look within yourself and find the power that I know is there. Many blessings. Hi, I'm Kyron Armand, founder of ImpactShamanism.com and author of Clearing Spaces, Inspirational Techniques to Heal Your Home and Deliverance, Who Do Spells 
of uncrossing, healing, and protection. As a spirit-initiated shaman, I work with folks to help resolve personal, interpersonal, and ancestral trauma, uh, some of which goes back uh, lifetimes, um, to bring about harmony in the present and to help ensure well-being, prosperity, luck, good health uh, for the living uh, by drawing on the blessings of the ancestors, uh, bringing those blessings into the lives of us, the descendants. To me, being a witch, magician, or spirit worker means having a deep connection to the intrinsicness of the world for the purpose of cultivating deep relationships across borders between persons, between people and land, uh, between uh, persons and familiars, between the living and the gods. Uh, it's having the gift to be able to sense when relationship is available, to uh, cultivate relationship when it is available, and to make use of those relationships, uh, in t especially in times of need. And I strongly believe that we are very much in a time of need right now. I believe that we've been in a time of need for a very long time, but perhaps it hasn't been the right time for the witches and magicians and spirit workers of the world to rise up collectively and take action, but I do believe we have that opportunity now. What I think witches and spirit workers should really be paying attention to right now is the issue of spirits in and possession. Uh, and I'm very much mean in the concept of exorcism. Uh, I, I think that we have a somewhat hijacked view of what possession means. I think we have a very uh, exorcist the movie view of possession when in my own experience uh, as a client of spirit workers and as someone who works with people uh, around the world, intrusive energies and entities are actually a lot more common than we realize. And as I've been walking this road, I've come to some theories that much of the technologies that have been taken away from us through processes of colonization. And if you are a human being on Earth, you are someone who has been affected by colonization uh, in a not great way because your ancestral traditions that would be um, a bonus for your, for your understanding of your soul's purpose, that would be uh, going toward you understanding yourself as a witch or a spirit worker at all, those things have all been, you know, really taken away from you and your ancestral lines. Uh, over these years, I've developed some, some ideas. Uh, it almost seems as if part of colonization has been to help ensure that we are all as vulnerable as possible to intrusive energies and entities. And if that seems a bit far-fetched, then all it really takes is for one to think about the um, amount of ads, pop-up ads on the internet, billboard ads on the road. Um, you know, intrusion is intrusion is intrusion, and we are all thoroughly intruded upon with agendas that do not serve our own soul's purpose, don't serve our growth, don't serve our communities. And I strongly believe that these things are all really strongly connected. And uh, I'm particularly excited about witches and spirit workers cultivating skills, cultivating the necessary skills to perform 
effective exorcism work, to perform effective psychopomp work, moving on unresolved dead, to perform effective soul part retrieval work, to engage in the work of healing that we need most at this time. One of my go-to practices at this time is, frankly, uh, healing my own relationship with the Earth, with the element of Earth and the planet Earth itself. I spend a lot of time grounding and centering, which are sort of basic witch practices, but they are really important at a time when we are being thrown off course and distracted so easily and strongly in our everyday lives. Hey, witches and fellow Strange Magic podcast listeners. My name is Erica Feldman, and I am the head witch in charge at House Witch Home and Healing in Salem, Massachusetts. We are a shop that centers artists and makers who push an intersectional feminist agenda. Um, All of the products in my shop are meant to help you create a safe and supportive place in your home so that you can feel empowered and in alignment with your highest and best self. Um, We make and sell our own line of spell kits, magical cleaning products, and zines. Um, And we also have a line of magical housewares officially launching next month called Secret Spells. Earlier this year, I published a book called House Magic, Transform Your Home with Witchcraft. Um, And you can get that through my shop or through many other booksellers and witch shops across the country. I first got into witchcraft as a teen and throughout college and grad school, I studied witches through many lenses, historical, cultural, political, um, all in the interest of sort of reclaiming the word witch as a powerful symbol of an unapologetic feminism. I've always said that my identity as a witch is really a political distinction more than anything else, but in the years since I've opened my shop, I've been blessed to um, be around other healers and witches who have helped me sort of translate my innate spirituality into um, a witchcraft practice and and, and a language that has become really integral um, in my life. I think of myself as a queer witch, a feminist witch, a DIY witch, a house witch, obviously. Um, And most recently, I've been identifying as a business witch because it's really my business that provides me um, a medium to express my ideas about witches and witchcraft and our role in creating a new world. Um, Through building and growing my business, I've been able to manifest this coven or web of other small business witches and healers and queer folks and other marginalized voices that I'm able to support financially and provide a flat platform for their magic and voices. And on the other side of that, I'm able to provide access to this kind of material and these types of products to my customers who may not have been exposed to anything like it before. Um, Salem has a huge tourist economy, and so while people may come into my shop for a simple souvenir. My hope is that they leave with a better understanding of things like intersectional feminism, anti-capitalism, and dismantling white supremacy than they did um, before when they were maybe just coming in for a coffee mug. And for me, like being a witch 
really means staying in my power, staying grounded and centered and having good boundaries so that I'm better able to work my magic in the world. Um, it means believing in myself and the ability to create the life that I want and prioritizing my mental health and well-being and putting my needs above the needs of capitalism and heteronormativity and you know all of these systems that um, tell you how you should live your life. It also means helping other people tap into their innate power and intuition in the hopes that once we all feel more empowered in our own lives, we can put our power to good use in the world around us. Because I truly believe that witches are the future and that everyone, no matter who you are, should incorporate witchcraft um, into their lives. And that's what House Witch is really all about. Um, some important issues for me um, right now in, in 2019 are exposing the myth of the meritocracy and wealth inequality and tearing down capitalism and you know defending the integrity of the earth itself. Um, we also started Witch the Vote, which is witchthevote.com and at witchthevote on Instagram um, a few years ago as a way of educating our customers and, and followers on how politics and witchcraft can work together. Um, and how important it is to vote like a witch. A big issue for us here in Salem um, has been affordable housing. And so we're hoping that by exploring these issues on our you know, local level, we can show people how they can get involved in their own communities and really have a big impact and influence in their local government. And um, finally, my go-to witchy practice is a little quick and dirty spell I call Pyrite It Down. Um, and all that really involves is writing down whatever it is you are trying to manifest or shift in your life sitting and meditating with that intention, and then putting a pyrite on it. Um, pyrite is my favorite crystal, which I think is technically a mineral. Um, it's an amplifier of willpower and confidence. And, um, you know, I always tell people not to be discouraged. If your spells don't come true, you are in co-creation with the universe, and there could be something better um, that you can't see or aren't conscious of um, coming to you instead. Um, I also love a good shower spell, something that I learned um, from Sarah listening to this podcast. Um, I love incorporating all sorts of different salts and scrubs and really cleansing my energy and sending everything that is no longer serving me down the drain. Um, I have to recommend the Gimme That Money Scrub from Ferme Arte is the truth. So um, thank you to Sarah and Amanda for doing this work and for giving me the opportunity to contribute. I personally love, love, love this podcast and always learn a lot from listening to it. So thank you for inviting me to contribute. Hello, wonderful and marvelous Strange Magic listeners. My name is Maria Menes, and I'm an unapologetically Black queer priestess, writer, and designer from Greater Appalachia. I write about everyday magic on my blog, Tiny Parsnip, and my zine about dismantling racism in witchy spaces will be released in early 2020. So, despite 2019 being my temperance year, my 
my master magician ears, I like to say, I've honestly felt very unmagical for much of it. So much of my attention has been dedicated to the material realm, and it's been really hard for me to feel like this big, powerful witch when my focus is on things like paying off debt. Other folks don't really have this problem, but I'm not too proud to say that I do. I've only just now come to realize that my task this temperance year is not to drastically temper or deepen my psychic abilities or to move tables with my eyes, but it's to believe in my magic in times when I feel like it's really impossible to do so. It's easy to feel like things are impossible right now in today's social, political, and economic climate. I grew up in a very forgotten part of America, and my family never had a lot of money, so I've always had this feeling that there's me, and then there's the rest of the world. I always feel this feeling surfacing whenever I think about these big, giant global issues like climate change and systemic racism and murder. And and you know what? I get it. By design, that's what media, particularly social media, turns our attention to. Big issues get big clicks. I get it. But I'm always thinking, what can I do about it? Yeah, I'm doing my part, but how how can I prevent my own hopelessness? I've decided that, you know, while I still fight the good fight however I can with those big global issues, to also work on cultivating hope in my own backyard. And I invite you to do the same. You can you can run or vote in your local elections. You can spend your lunch hour on the steps of City Hall. You can protest the pipeline being built in your backyard. You can volunteer at a youth club. You can fight for syringe access because you know it saves lives. You can stick up for a cashier who's being yelled at by an angry customer. You know, all of these things and more are ways that you can literally help change the world. And when we do these things on a local level, we see the impact of our work firsthand. And it becomes a little bit easier to believe that things can change and that they will change. I know that this kind of work is rarely glamorous, but, you know, some of the most powerful work that we do will come with very little fanfare. And you know what? It's still worthwhile. And when we work to create better, more equitable, and empathetic communities, we are doing magic that can literally save lives. So I invite you to find ways to create more hope in the world, both within yourself and in the collective. As witches, we are powerful beings because we know that one, change is possible, and two, we can enact change. We don't just hope for it, but we believe in it and we act toward it. Don't let your magic be something that just begins and ends at your altar because you, yes, you are magic and you take that with you everywhere you go. Hi, I'm Yumi Sakagawa and I'm an interdisciplinary artist based in Los Angeles. And I am also the author of several books, including I Think I Am in Friend Love with You, Your Illustrated Guide to Becoming One with the Universe, There is No Right Way to Meditate, and The Little Book of Life Hacks. I love being a witch because for me, ultimately, it's about being an active co-creator with the universe. Instead of 
passively accepting whatever circumstances are handed my way, I feel like as a witch, you get to alchemize whatever is thrown at you and then make conscious intentions and follow your desires to transform what is around you and within you to create the life that you want and to actively co-create with the forces of the universe to manifest your vision, whether it is your art practice or healing for your community or um, a just and safe and more peaceful world. And also, when you're a witch, you get to meet other amazing witches and you're just connected to an incredible network of visionaries, alchemists, dreamers, healers, and other awesome, freaky, weird, magical people who are masters and mistresses of their own fate. And the magic just keeps unfolding. For me... 2019 is about shadow integration and releasing old emotional trauma to clear space for new narratives, new patterns, new paradigms, new ways of relating to myself and to the world. I feel like it's been a deep sea pearl dive to the darkest depths of my psyche. To, to see what treasures lie beneath and also to be able to show other people how they too can also not be afraid to go deep and dark and sit with uncomfortable feelings and uncomfortable emotions to get to the greatest treasure, which is always in the darkest caves and shadows of our psyches. And... As for a witchy practice that I would love to recommend to all of you is to honor the tradition of witches who've lived on the edges of society and who have been villainized for simply being who they are, divine, feminine, powerful creatures who are not bending to the rules of society or organized religion or mainstream cultural expectations, I feel like a simple practice that is so potent and powerful is to just ask yourself, what are my forbidden fruits? So what feels forbidden to you? And maybe this is power. Maybe this is more sex. Maybe this is more rest in pleasure. Maybe this is expressing your anger. Maybe this is having boundaries. Maybe this is asking for what you want instead of being a people pleaser. Maybe do a journaling exercise, just writing down what are my forbidden desires and pleasures that elicit a strong and visceral response in my body that 
sends this electric thrill of, oh my God, this is so naughty, but I want this. Um, maybe also ask what's in the Venn diagram intersection of fear and want and see what comes up because that is where your next chapter of your life is to become a powerful witch. Ah, that was such an awesome episode. I loved hearing from all these incredible witches. If you would like to know more about these folks, we've linked them all in the show notes. And if you want to hear from more witches, you can scroll down to season two, where we have the same version of this with different people from different parts of the world in episode 20. That's it for this week. We are so incredibly grateful for you tuning in and listening. This is just a gentle ask. If you haven't already, please, please, please leave us a five-star review. Leave us a rating. It helps other people find us. We are strictly DIY. We are strictly independent. Word of mouth means so much. So share with your friends, share on the internets, and know that we are so grateful and so, so thrilled to have you all with us. Until next week. Witches in season three. Witches near and far, witches eating sandwiches, there's a witch wherever you are.